I'm uh, Cody Tarantino, and um, I started doing TikTok, let's say, like, what, two, three months ago, like, after the coronavirus hit, and high school was pretty much canceled for the rest of the year, and so I just started pushing out content, because I've been drawn for a while, so, and it kind of just took off from there. Yeah. So, you actually started this this year, then? Um, well, producing, like, uh, content daily, um, oh, but okay. I've been drawing for, since... I'd say like since like third grade, like pretty consistently. Oh wow! I saw I saw you have a YouTube playlist titled "Cool Scenery." Is that uh, like what you use to inspire like your content, or is that more just like a general interest? Um, I think it's kind of both. Like you know, sometimes you'll like find footage from like Studio Ghibli movies, and then other times yeah. it's just like 1913, like Stockholm, Sweden. Like because I just like looking yeah. at all the old buildings and stuff. So. Yeah, I think it does draw a lot of inspiration. I think you could see it in some of my buildings and stuff. But. Yeah, I was, like, really thrown off guard when I saw, like, the all old-school, like, street scenes in New York, color in 1930, 40, um, which is also, like, super interesting because um, I'm a photographer, and so that's, like, a thing a lot of people go back to is, like, old-school New York. And so I was just interested to see how that translated to your drawings but like you said like the buildings really do call back to that yeah i don't think they make buildings like they used to so that's yeah, just not. stuff and then opposite to that you also have a playlist titled grooves is that what yeah. you're listening to when you're uh jamming out most of the time i've started live streaming on tiktok a lot so uh that's kind of the playlist i use since uh when i draw i prefer to not have music with words in them so Oh, okay. Because I also saw that the counter is on TikTok is use hip hop music for the actual videos. And so I'm wondering if you're listening to um, like instrumental or Japanese music and then uh, posting them with the hip hop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like all over the place with the music. I, do, uh, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. I've started a little vinyl collection too where I'm hey. like other stuff. So Same. <laughs> going to thrift stores and finding them but yeah dude yeah i i need a better thrift store out here <laughs> i would totally pick them up that way do you remember your first drawing of this year titled like synthetic uh yeah i do that was uh, you... part of the my clothing brand that i i'm working on now oh dope. so it's going to be part of like the t-shirt collection um we haven't uh my friend and i haven't worked it into like any designs but it was kind of like just the first idea I had. Uh, do you want to talk more about like what your idea was behind that drawing? Um, I really just wanted a cool like dark goats like with a goat in the middle and just like a dark s a scene with like a forest going around it. Um, I actually have like this idea sketchbook where it's just pretty much a notebook where I just sketch out all my ideas, not all of them, but a lot of my ideas with concepts. And that one, I just I didn't have anything like detailed in the actual idea for it it was just a circle with like words that kind of like popped out of the circle and i just knew that i wanted the words to be yellow and then from there i just kind of went off of that so sometimes it's just basic shapes that i work off of and i oh, just okay. try to build from there yeah i know that's kind of like uh like one of the because like for me like i can't draw for shit but <laughs> um i know that that's a technique that a lot of people use where they're like oh like if you're not really sure how to like articulate the form of like what you're trying to create like 
just create the basic shapes first and then try to draw in the details next and then it kind of forms a little easier yeah definitely um now i just i think i almost just use as a challenge like i really want to use this shape in this color and then let's see what i can do with it but before that's really i learned the fundamentals of anatomy through those shapes as you were talking about oh okay i saw you also do paintings too do those kind of intersect in terms of like your paintings and your drawings come from like the same ideas or is it more like studio ghibli (laughs) i think it's more like studio ghibli uh i only discovered it uh studio ghibli like i think this year like around january so like all my paintings like from then have been like pretty heavily inspired by them like in just terms of their visual storytelling because i think that's something that i want to start to master as i move forward so i really just try to plan out like certain scenes or just try to like copy the style to get a feel for like what kind of direction i want to move uh going forward so yeah no i totally get that i think i'm super i don't know if it's out yet but there's supposed to be a hayao miyazaki studio ghibli like park in japan coming Uh, out oh yeah i did hear yeah, and the whole thing is going to be based around it. I'm so, oh, my God. I want to go so bad. <laughs> yeah, me too. I ended oh. up going to Japan last year, but I oh small amount of time. But I definitely want to go back there and actually spend the time to look around. Uh, what was it like in your time in Japan? Um, it was actually a layover because my mom is uh, from the Philippines. Oh, so okay. we'll go back there every few years. But this time we like went out of the airport and... It was probably, like, we were there from, like, midnight to, like, four in the morning. And oh, I don't God. know, it's, it's pretty weird seeing, like, Tokyo, like, just, like, pretty much kind of, like, almost run down and everything was, like, closing. And just oh. there's a lot of drunk people stumbling everywhere. It was a really different scene than, like, from what I expected. <laughs> was it also, like, during, like, this time of, like, quarantine to where that's probably why? Or is it more just, like, well, that that's just, like, what the day-to-day is? <laughs> uh no nah, i think this was uh sorry this was last january not this january if i uh but now nah, i don't know there's a lot of young people i heard that like japan was like full of old people i i just saw young people that were like just blasted like just <laughs> like zombies so yeah there's a guy i interviewed a f- a few months ago uh, named Lucas and he's a Tokyo photographer and he was talking about like how often you find people like just drinking on the street and stuff like that so. yeah there's a guy passed out in front of like a ramen noodle restaurant like <laughs> not exaggerating like he had a noodle in his hand and he just passed out like like, <laughs> yep. like all it like no one touched him or anything they're just they just left him alone it's pretty crazy so you do like skateboard designs uh, how did that come about she like goes a couple years ago my friend he uh he found like an old cruiser board and he i think he was originally going to paint paint it but uh he ended up not doing that so i had it for a couple years and it was pretty beat up mm-hmm. and i finally just got around to painting it and then after that video i bought like two more skateboards that i have yet to paint on but is there a reason you chose skateboards over like anything else to paint on um probably just because it was an easy surface to work with like shoes like with like that canvas stuff and like how intricate you have to get is not something that i'm really a fan of like i i'm usually just used to like pen and paper and now i'm getting comfortable with canvases so 
like 3D objects are a little bit like iffy for me just because I don't enjoy doing them as much. Having to morph your actual drawings from pen on paper to having them warp around this like objects features, I feel like that would be pretty difficult. Yeah, I also like just find myself like getting heat flashes when I'm like working with like oh, I just get like so impatient. I'm like, okay, I gotta put this down. So like, <laughs> when I'm doing 3D pieces, like it's it gets really annoying. That's mostly the reason why I do that kind of stuff. But I do get a lot of requests like, can you put my shoes? And I'm, I just know like how upset I'd be like if I was to actually take that on. Yeah, but I, I'll just need to work around like and just build up my patience with that, and maybe I'll be able to start pushing that stuff out well if we ever do start doing shoes let me know <laughs> i saw you you said this um in a post like you solidified your place as ceo of doodling and it was this huge ass canvas <laughs> it was uh actually it was like my art class and uh, I, I took advanced art which basically means like i do whatever i want and no one bothers me but like mm-hmm. i still have like a couple things like I had to turn in some assignments like just to show like prove that I'm doing work and mm-hmm. so I told like the teacher like can you just get me like the biggest sheet of paper you have like I'll, I'll just do that for a while so she like found me this giant roll it was like over six feet long and like three or four feet tall and so I just mm-hmm. laid it over like two desks I, I think I like annoyed the kids that were like sitting everywhere but like yeah. I pretty much just took the giant bin of sharpies and like for about two weeks I just drew whatever until it was all filled up um how long does it usually take to complete it um like your drawings from like pen on paper to huge huge six feet by four feet canvases or take about like two weeks (laughs) it kind of depends on what style i'm doing like uh like i'm working on this guitar right here um oh sick yeah much but uh there's a lot of details on it, but with that stuff, like, it's, uh, like, the mindset I have when I'm doing that is, like, more of, like, it's a mindless doodle, like, it's kind of just something that, like, I've developed over time, like, in classrooms, like, just ignoring teachers and drawing, or maybe I'm actually listening to the teachers, but I'm always drawing on the worksheets, yeah. and so, like, I've probably drawn, like, ten, like over 10,000 things on, like, all my worksheets, like, I don't think there was, like, a single worksheet where it didn't have a drawing, so... From that, I kind of just learned how to draw everything uh, without, like, having to do, like, any pre-pencil lines. Like, it was just, like, the confidence in all of my line work, like, definitely improved. So, with stuff like that uh, giant paper mural and uh, the little doodly stuff, like, that's really nothing to me. It just, I mean, it's a lot, like, depending on how big it is, it's going to take me a while. But, like, it's nothing I stress over at all. Yeah. Uh, Paintings are a bit different, though, because I'm just getting into this uh, new medium. So, uh, like that Forest of Imagination painting, the mm-hmm. Studio one you've probably seen, uh, that yep. one took over, I think, around 70 hours. Oh, my God. So, like, but that's just because I needed to actually be conscious of every line that I'm putting down. Yeah. Knowing painters and even, like, drawers, like, it's insane how much patience you guys need to have (laughs) to like follow through with everything yeah i remember doing drawing it took me like one drawing took me like 13 hours and i was like i don't know how you guys do this (laughs) i think i just enjoy the process a lot more than the final result yeah i think that's uh, i think that might need to be like part of it to like really just uh take all the time with drawing like sometimes i'll like add on like three extra hours to a painting or drawing because i know like 
uh, it's not going to look as good as I want it to. Like, but I'm going to yeah. force myself to work those three extra hours just to get it how I like it, and I enjoy that. But. Yeah, no, it's definitely important. Um, and definitely enjoy the process, or else, what's the point? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so you made a sketchbook drawing inspired by Mac Miller's Blue World. Uh, why that song in particular? Um, well, first, like that uh, sketchbook page, like had a, a drawing that I didn't like, so I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna paint it blue. Oh, okay. And okay. then from there, I was like, ah, I guess I'll just draw some like cool flowers and stuff. And I felt like I should give it like a title at the very top. And that was around the time that that album came out, and that song stuck out. Because I really like the beginning, I think it's yeah. a pretty good song. So I just chose that Blue World, and then since since 2002, because that was the year I was born, and I just kind of drew around that. Oh, okay. Some of my stuff like it doesn't have like a direct correlation to things. It's just things yeah. I see in here, and I'm like, ah, I'll just put those together. <laughs> yep. No, totally get that. Um, so how you took a trip to Japan? You also took a trip to. Uh, Isla Mujeres in Mexico was mm-hmm. that like a personal trip and did it provide like many avenues to like bring back some ideas for your art uh yeah um I don't know if you've ever seen my video where I talk about uh my best friend uh Ryan and I uh we've pretty much been friends since third grade and uh we like pretty much both of us have been kind of like in a friendly competition since then like in terms nice. of like our artwork so like as you know i kept on continuing to draw like he went more into business and graphic design and so now like coming back together to work on this clothing brand and stuff but his uh his dad invited me out there with their family over thanksgiving to go visit the place and it was really fun i had never really uh been like anywhere south of like texas but Mm -hmm. uh but it's pretty interesting uh on the island there's definitely like a lot of art there's like everywhere so um, I'm planning to go back this Thanksgiving again with them, so um, hopefully I'll film a couple of videos there of me doing some art stuff. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds sick. I, one thing I saw that was really interesting on TikTok was uh, you created a sketchbook that was like a frame within a frame um, mm-hmm. when you were flipping through. Um, do you create those often, or was that just more like a one-off? Um, I love the context that you gave when it was like seen as a paint or a drawing in a museum to a reflection of yourself mm-hmm. um that one uh there's a project i had to do uh in the fall for my senior seminar class where we had to find a like what kind of like field we're going to go into and just mentor someone that's in that job area or whatever mm-hmm. and so even though i don't really want to do uh tattoos or anything uh the closest person i could find was a tattoo artist who also like did murals and other stuff but their main profession was uh tattooing so i contacted her and they had a studio with like four different like professional tattoo artists and there's some apprentices apprentices that work there too and so i just pretty much sit there ask them questions and just kind of just chill out and draw while like music was playing like it was probably like i probably had the best experience with that uh, mentorship program out of anyone because like everyone had to like you know if they want to be a vet they're watching like dogs and just i don't know i just got to sit there and draw with other people and this one that was an apprentice uh like we i think we traded sketchbooks and we're just looking through each other's 
And her drawings weren't, like, as, like, finished as mine, but, like, she had, like, really good, uh, like, style and, like, movement. And then there was one page where I didn't realize she had cut out, like, a square. It was not even a finished drawing, but I just, I, that just gave me the idea, like, after I saw that she just cut out the sketchbook to go on to the next page. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could use that for a concept. So that's kind of where it came from. Oh, okay. Would you ever get a tattoo of your work? <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe one day. I don't like. I don't desire to get a tattoo. Uh, when I do, I'll get one. Like I'm not against them or anything. Yeah. Just, I never felt the need to be like, ah, I should get a tattoo. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one day though. Yeah. And then, do you think your work has a cohesive thread of like, um, like even though they come at you one at a time, do you think they're all linked in some way, or is it more just like the art style that puts them together? I think it. Uh, generally like i think it's all linked just with like what i'm interested in at the moment mm-hmm. uh, so like over time like my work has pretty much just changed like according to my interests so like back in middle school i was like really into like superheroes i collected a lot of comic books so a lot of my work was just superheroes and stuff and that's kind of where i learned anatomy and then when i went on there like you know i got into watercolor certain artists and then you know now studio ghibli is kind of like one of the big influences mm-hmm so I think my work all kind of just ties into uh, what what I'm kind of like thinking and what I'm like seeing consuming content wise. Would you agree with your line that they're Billie Eilish hyperrealism drawings? Uh, <laughs> man, those those artists sometimes piss me off just a little bit. Um, because I, I also believe that, like, when you're an artist, like, especially nowadays, like, in the, like, now, like, you know, Da Vinci, like, he could have been a complete asshole and, like, been doing his own thing. No one cared. Like, they just saw his art. But, like, yeah. now it's like you're pushing your, like, image, not just through your art, but, like, through yourself. So it's like they're all, not all, like, just looking up to the art. They're looking up to the artist. And I think that some of them, they, I don't think uh, their head is in the right place. Uh, like, I see, like, they just seem to be fishing for compliments and, um, yeah. I'm not sure if they're really taking it too seriously. Maybe they're just not, like, too mature yet or anything. But, um, like, I find it, like, like it's, like, a responsibility for me to at least push a good message, like, yeah. along with my art. So, like, I keep this good brand image of my art and myself. You know, I don't want to idolize anyone too much. And I kind of want to provide insight for, you know, other artists that are starting out instead of, like, just... Yeah drawing hyperrealism stuff and patient compliments but yeah yeah i think obviously i think everyone knows that chasing fame is a thing with social media and everything so i think what separates like that mentality of like chasing fame and then creating a message is what's separating artists from ones who are making an impact and those who are just trying to get noticed (laughs) yeah i i agree and um I try not to, uh, like, I, I just try to stay as true to myself as possible. Like, that's, so, like, I'm not really, like, caring, like, how many, like, views I'm getting per video. Yeah. But, like, as long as I could push, like, what's in my head and just show the art that I want and I could continue to make a decent amount of money from it, like, and just continue to carry on the lifestyle I have, I'll be fine. Yep. I saw you make a TikTok where you just, like, put up a couple lines blindly and you're like all right i'm just gonna 
draw something out of this and it came out as this insane fucking artwork uh, uh, yeah that's i used to do that in class a lot just anyone that sat next to me i was like hey do you want to like play a little doodle game and just we'd go back and forth with random lines and just seeing what we could make off of it yeah that was a sick astro <laughs> um Definitely, act- it actually really helps with like creativity because now I have to like work within the boundaries of like these lines. I'll even do it in the live streams. Like I think two nights ago, someone asked some something like that along the lines of what you said, and I just closed my eyes and made a couple lines and then made something out of it on the commission that I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, good. <laughs> but it, it turned hey, out well. So. Yeah, that's all that matters. Do you offer of those couple lines? Do you work? starting off like trying to integrate them or do you draw around them and then work them out later on uh both usually i like find a couple of lines that i think will work and then there's just some lines i completely ignore and just like yeah just color over that one that one doesn't even matter like it's just yeah. like finding the basic shape within a, the couple a couple lines like not the entire piece sometimes i can use the entire piece but that's very rare um you do a mix of color and black and white uh how do you choose um, it's mostly black and white. Uh, usually, if I'm going to go for color, like I, uh, the picture in my head of like what I have that I want to get done, it result like will be in color. But like if I don't really have any plan, it's always going to be black and white. Yeah. So I'll plan out color like pretty, uh, like beforehand. And then uh, you did a drawing called "The Hundred Ways to See and Unsee." If you could choose another way to see, what would that look like? Hmm. It's <laughs> a good question. Uh, I really like the guy that like I drew that had like multiple eyeballs in his eyelids and like their eyeballs were coming out of his mouth and stuff. Like I just think that'd be like funny to just cough up an eyeball and like put it on a shelf and like now <laughs> put it up there. And like I just throw eyeballs around wherever I want and like I could just kind of like click in and like seeing different angles and stuff. It'd be pretty interesting. Yeah. I wonder if you get like that kaleidoscope effect of seeing everything at once, or if it would be like, oh, I'm gonna, I want to see this vantage point, and then you just shift your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there'd have to be some kind of weakness to it. Like you just get major migraines if you're trying to look at everything oh at once. Or something. I don't like, know if it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, like you always have to be collecting your eyeballs after a while, like just so you could, you can't have them everywhere. Um. And then you sell t-shirts now. Where can everyone get one? <laughs> uh, that's my website. The link is in like the bio of my Instagram. Uh, we have a page called Synthetic Cult. Um, pretty much like any of my social media platforms, I have it uh, linked. So you can find it there. Do you have a favorite drawing? Is it your profile photo? <laughs> um, no, but that one was kind of like the first like character I've ever really made. And I, you know, oh, really? it shows up throughout a lot of my works. Yeah. Um, I think maybe the Time Devil one might be my favorite. And uh, what's fun with like the clothing brand is uh, my friend and I, since we were like both really into comics and stuff, uh, we made the first shirt like you know the Time Devil, and it was like a old style comic book. And we also released alongside like a little mini comic that went with each one, where we just pretty much like took my drawings and messed around on Photoshop and made like a collage comic. Oh, sick! So. That's what we kind of plan on doing for all of our uh, shirt releases now. It's just uh, like the first of every month we release it, and then we just work on a comic that goes alongside of it. It's kind of like a dream that we've always had. Since I remember in middle school, we tried to make our own comic book, but like 
it just kind of fell off the rails. But like our entire relationship has been built off of just working on project after project. So like now we're just getting to do something that we like never really achieved in middle school, which is pretty. Is that you and Ryan or is that someone else? It's, uh, yeah. It's Ryan. Oh, I was going to say you guys should uh, team up with his graphic design skills to create like a zine or like you said, like a comic book and then just start sending it out to people. Yeah, that's what oh. we're doing. We got the full uh, full length comic coming out on July first, but hey, yeah. you heard it here. <laughs> it kind of looks like your work kind of belongs in the streets. If you're interested, <laughs> intentionally or unintentionally, they do have they do speak to um, like propaganda techniques in some of them. Wow. Yeah, I'm so, uh, pretty inspired by, like, Shepard Fairey, yeah. like Obey, you know him. Yeah, I, it would be interesting to see your work, like, photographed somewhere, like, on the street somewhere, and be like, oh, hey, I know him. <laughs> yeah, I, I do some graffiti every once in a while, but I've never done it, like, on the streets. I've always just done it, like, under bridges and stuff, but that's something I'd like to get into. Um, kind of those posters that Obey would put up everywhere. Like, I'd like to do something like that. Sometime in the future. I don't know when, but it'll happen. Do you you think there's a way to create a stencil of one of your drawings with how much detail there is? (laughs) I'm not going to be the one to do that. (laughs) Maybe I'll hire hire someone else to make the stencil for me. I don't know. Yeah. But but yeah, I was kind of curious, like, in terms of graffiti, would it be something different? Or would it just be, like, replacing the marker and the pen to try and create another collage just maybe a little bit larger scale and not so intricate because it's an airbrush um there was a video where i did the time double like uh under a bridge with spray paint and i think the only issue i really had was uh with that was that like i'm just so close to something that i'm working on so big so i had to take a step back and so i don't notice some like major like work Flaws until like or... I walk back and turn around like oh geez except entire side of the face do you have anything coming out that Um, you want people to know about i have like 10 projects and like in motion right now um busy (laughs) yeah uh i usually don't take on commissions but someone uh for the right amount of money and for the right amount of creative freedom was uh gave me this opportunity to work on this four foot by five foot painting um so that's one of them doing a collaboration with another TikTok artist. I forget their name, but they have this really good watercolor work that I need to get started on. Um, the guitar, I got the skateboards. I don't know. There's just so many things that could yeah. be coming. There's more bottles that I have to, like, re- not recycle, but, like, paint and uh, yeah. draw on. These bottles just keep on showing up by, like, the lake. So I just keep on collecting oh. more bottles, but I just haven't had the time to work on any of them. Cool. So you're going to, like, draw on them and then just kind of, like, sell them as kind of, like, I don't want to say souvenirs, but kind of, like, place them on your desk kind of idea? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, hell yeah. that's what I've done so far. It's uh, pretty successful with three yeah. bottles so far. But... Hey. Yeah, that guitar is coming out super sick. <laughs> yeah, people keep on asking for part two like they expect it, like, really soon. <laughs> I, I gotta like I gotta remember because I just always just alternate between projects. So like now that people yeah. like really want this, I'm like ah, I'll just I gotta do this one now. Nah, take your time. <laughs> it it'll come when it comes. 
<laughs> the name of the podcast is actually called Do You Like Ice Cream? So I'm wondering, do you like ice cream? And if so, what's your favorite flavor? <laughs> um, yeah, I do like ice cream. I, I like, uh, there's this one one place where they had like blueberry cheesecake or some something like that. It's pretty good. That sounds good. <laughs> yes. I really want ice cream. I'm going to have to go <laughs> I used to also work at Murphy's, and we used to, I used to always just be drinking milkshakes there, like, whenever, that's all I really did there, I don't think I really worked too much, I just, I just did their milkshakes, and then drew on their whiteboards, pretty much anything to get out of work. Sounds about right, (laughs) that sounds like me at my first job doing pretzels, so I totally understand that. (laughs) It was always a game, like, as soon as I clocked in, like, I'd talk to the manager, like, and just stall her until she realizes that I'm on the clock. Oh, God. So I just start talking, like, but, like, they're so laid back there, so I, yeah. I go for, like, 15 minutes, they're like, wait, you're on the clock? And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> no, what? You didn't notice? Innocent. Um, and where can everyone find you? Um, like, social media-wise? Yeah. My house? Yeah, yeah. So go to his house. I have his address in the description. <laughs> um, most of uh, like TikTok and Instagram is just at Cody dot Tarantino. Uh, not related to Quentin Tarantino, as far as I know. But if you know how to spell his last name, it's the same spelling and everything. Um, yeah, I should have a video YouTube channel. Uh, I don't know when. Another <laughs> one of those projects I'm also working on. I have a sketchbook tour coming soon and other things, so, yeah. So expect it whenever he goddamn feels like it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, web shop is also linked on all my social media things, so you can find it there. But, yeah. How did you decide, yeah, I guess, how did you decide Cody Tarantino? (laughs) That's my actual name. Dope. Yeah. (laughs) I get that sometimes you're like, but seriously, what's your actual name? I'm like, no, this is my name. <laughs> yeah, I get that too, so I understand. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's probably a stupid question, but I gotta ask. <laughs> Are you a fan of Tarantino? <laughs> Regardless. Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> I love his movies. My dad's uh, name is Bobby Tarantino, so some people are like, Are oh, you related to Logic? <laughs> so, like, That's like he doesn't great. really know who Logic is, so he's like, Who's this Logic guy? Oh my god. It was really cool hanging with you. Yeah, <laughs> um, first podcast, hopefully. Hey, right? So. Yeah, if you ever want to do another one, just let me know. I'll be around all the time. <laughs> um, Sounds good. Uh, super cool meeting you. See you around. Of course. Have a good Later. day. Yeah, you too. This episode was made using Buzzsprout, where you can host all your podcast needs. Um, feel free to check out the blog or any of our previous artists on Do You Like Ice Cream uh, on Instagram, Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, pretty much anywhere at this point. Um, check out Cody on Cody Tarantino on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, super cool dude. Interesting, intense drawings. So, yeah, give him a shout out. Um, and once again, thanks for listening.